Hey guys, welcome to episode two of We Don't Know Them, a podcast where we'll try our very best to answer your questions and give you advice that hopefully doesn't suck. So, welcome. Again, I'm Tia. And I'm Maddie. So today we're going to answer some questions that have been sent in um, from you guys over the last week. Just a reminder, we do keep everything anonymous, so there won't be any names associated with the questions. Okay, so question number one. Uh, I'm 21 in university, and I have changed my major about four times so far officially. I'm interested in learning and doing so many things, and because of that, I've been unable to keep my focus on one thing to learn to an expert level. My interests vary widely, and unfortunately, I'm not really passionate about anything specific. I just want to master something. How do I go about deciding on one thing to stick to and achieve? I mean, I think that going into it thinking that you need to stick to one thing and achieve it is maybe setting up, like, a bad plan for yourself. Like, you need to go in with, like, more of an open mind of, like, I'm going to try this and, you know, see how you do in it. Uh, and I myself have no passions whatsoever, so uh, not pro- probably not the best person to be answering this question. <laughs> um, but I mean, even the work that I'm in right now, I didn't plan on going into that, right? Like, life just kind of took me there um, through the program that I was doing. I had a placement, never in a million years thought that I would be doing the work that I'm doing, uh, but ended up really loving it. So I think that you should just keep yourself open to new opportunities and experiences and not worry so much on finding that one thing. Just wait for that one thing to come along. Yeah. And I also, you know, I've dealt with this too. And I, after high school, I went to college and then hated that program, dropped out of it. And then a year later, went to another program, completed that one. And then just didn't like the job. So now I'm working in a completely different area than what I ever planned to do. So, I mean, it's okay for for life not to go the way that you planned it and for things to not be what you thought they were. Um, And sometimes you just kind of have to work with that. And I think that trying new things is kind of the best way to figure out what you actually like. Because you may think that you like it and then you actually try it and it just is shit and it's not for you. And I've also been in this situation where I'm like, holy shit, like, I have no hobbies. I have nothing (laughs) that I'm passionate about. Like, what is the one thing that I really want to do forever? And I just don't think that's realistic anymore because even I am passionate about the work that I'm doing right now. But if you were to ask me, oh, is that what you're going to do forever? I don't know. Like, I feel like we're in a generation now where we don't just have one career that we stick to throughout our whole lives. There is a lot of room to grow and change and try new things. Yeah, and I think there's also a lot of factors to consider when you're trying to decide on a career because I personally, I love wildlife and eventually I want to work in wildlife, but there's also no money in wildlife. And as much as I want to do it, I know in the future it's going to have to be like a side gig because, you know, you have to make something work and I, I can't be homeless because <laughs> I want to work with animals. So it's just kind of like learning other things that you like. I also have no uh, passions or talents. I'm not really good at anything, but, you know, you just kind of find what you can you can go with. So, yeah, I mean, I hope that answers your question. Uh, I think it's something that we all struggle with. So just try to remain open to new possibility and don't worry. Um, you're also only 21. So <laughs> you have lots of time. Yeah, don't worry about finding your perfect career now. I think you should be using this time to really explore and do what you're doing like you said you've changed your major four times that's fine 
Like, if you're not enjoying your major, why would you continue doing it, right? So uh, just keep doing what you're doing, right? And, like, when you find something that you know that you want to master and learn, I think that it'll be pretty obvious in the moment. So, yeah, that's my advice. Agreed. Um, so, next question. Um, I'm 18 and just graduated high school and I'm so stressed about money. I can't even go out with my friends every once in a while because it costs money that I don't have. I'm trying to start dating, but I can't because I have no money for dates. Uh, I also have been never been on a date. Where do we go and what do I wear? And how do dates work? Please help. Uh, I'm almost 25 and I don't have any money. <laughs> so... <laughs> and I mean, the situation, uh, don't go on dates uh, because it is a pandemic. And I think you're also in luck right now because, like... Dates don't have to cost money right now mm-hmm. because of the pandemic. Like, try doing something virtual that's really fun, like a virtual coffee date, right? And I don't know, like, even a virtual game night where you get a group of friends together and you invite that person. Um, as far as where do we go and what do you wear, again... <laughs> it's virtual, so try I, pants on a nice shirt. I don't think you're... <laughs> I don't think you're going to be going anywhere, but yeah, as long as the waist up looks fine, like, you're good to go. Don't stand up if you're not wearing pants. Um, but yeah, I feel like it just, sometimes it can be the little things, like, um, it is hard with a new person to date, but, like, my favorite date that my boyfriend ever planned for me was he, like, set up a mattress on the floor, put on a movie, and bought me some snacks. So, like, what did that cost him, like, $10 for snacks? Like, it's... It's sometimes the little things and, like, the more considerate dates that you can plan that are, like, better and you don't need to go spend money, like Tia said. Like, there's so many other things. You can go to a park and have a picnic, which is also, if you know the person already, a great pandemic date because the air and, I mean, you can sit six feet apart, I guess, if you don't know each other. (laughs) Takes a bit of the awkwardness out of it. Um, How do dates work? I, I'm asking Fuck you if I know I don't <laughs> you small talk and I don't hope it goes well just get to know someone I guess yeah I personally hate small talk Same. Um, my neighbors try to talk to me at my mailbox and my first thought is always dear lord we don't have to do this <laughs> just spare both of us and keep walking um, but I mean, I guess as far as like, how do dates work? Yeah. It's really just about getting to know that person, like ask them questions and tell them about yourself. It's basically like a job interview, <laughs> but you don't have to sell yourself as much because you don't want to set up for disappointment later. Yeah. But yeah, it is like, you just have to talk about yourself a lot and like have them talk about themselves. Don't be just, just talking about yourself and try and like come up with like maybe topics and stuff that can be more stories because I feel like you telling stories and situations that you've been in is kind of a good way to get to know someone and if it's someone that you have a connection with like that conversation will just flow really nicely like even trust me like like I said I hate small talk I'm a very awkward human being um first dates I never liked them um but yeah then I met my boyfriend and we were friends first and we just kind of hung out casually and then we started dating. So that's how I like to do it, like start as friends, because then that takes out a lot of the awkwardness. But I mean, if that's not a possibility, just try to relax. Try to relax. Just be yourself. Um, unless you're a Trump supporter, then <laughs> be, someone else. <laughs> be someone else entirely. Change everything about your life. Um, yeah. I think you also just be open-minded and know that like 
the date can go shitty and you know you're gonna have shitty days not every date is gonna be like amazing great talking points and all that you know like sometimes you'll have dates where you hate the person or you have nothing to say to each other and you just like have to make it through and like maybe end it a little early so just be open to that fact and don't go into every date I guess with high expectations yeah Yeah. (laughs) expecting you to be perfect (laughs) and it is it's always going to be a little awkward meeting someone new like I met my boyfriend on Bumble and well so when we met it was like kind of awkward but we hung out for about like four hours and the first hour I'd say was like super awkward and then we were just telling stories and laughing and it just it just became like better you know okay so moving on to question three my boyfriend said he looks at other girls boobs but since he doesn't do anything about it it doesn't matter I got mad but I don't know if I had the right to be mad am I in the right or wrong to be mad at him for this uh (laughs) sorry sorry girl (laughs) you're wrong I mean it's fine to be a little bit bothered by it. Like, obviously, feel your emotions. Like, your feelings are valid. But also, we can't police what our boyfriend looks at, sees what he thinks. And it's just human nature. Like, if we see something that we like, we're going to stare at it. And as long as he's not doing anything about it personally, I don't see a problem with that, right? Like, you're telling me that you don't look at Chris Hemsworth on the screen, and have thoughts about that? I just stare at his ass, so I mean, like... Like, it just happens. About the same. It's human nature, and as long as there's no behaviors going along with that that are rude or disrespectful towards you or your relationship, I mean, it's a non-issue, at least for me. Yeah, I mean, if he starts going up and grabbing girls' boobs, then, you know... You <laughs> ain't one issue. fucking one. <laughs> but, like, if he's just looking at them, like, I mean, it happens. It You just sometimes look at something on someone but that doesn't mean anything aside from that like you think it's attractive or something like that yeah and I mean also like I look at girls all the time too because I'm like oh damn her makeup is fire oh Mm -hmm. oh, I really like that outfit like we just stare we stare at things that we like I'm sorry but men are not evolved okay (laughs) um I'm gonna say it it's just human nature if he wants to look let him look Honestly, yeah. I think the only time you should be worried is if he's acting on it. But if he's just looking, then, I mean, let it happen. Start pointing out guys' butts. <laughs> I mean, you can always say, if it's something that really bothers you, just say, look, if you're going to look, I just don't want to hear about it. Yeah. Like, it's not something, he doesn't have to comment. Yeah. I think I think that's a little excessive. But if it does make you uncomfortable, just say, look, obviously I can't control, like, what you see or what you think, but please just don't mention it to me. Like, that makes me uncomfortable. And I think that's a fair stance to take. Yeah, definitely. Um, just set your boundaries with the person. And if, if you don't tell him that you don't like it and he just continues, then I feel like you're just going to get more resentful over it. So just, just voice your opinion and tell him what you do and don't like. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Um, so our fourth question... I believe. I have lived with the same roommate for about two years now, and she is my best friend. Since the pandemic started, her job has gotten harder, and they cut her pay. She's taken the opportunity to look for new jobs in another province and found something in Alberta. We live in Quebec. Neither of us are super emotional people, and we aren't doing a big goodbye thing, but I want to give her a going-away gift. Any advice about a gift to send her off with? Should I even give her something? Um... I mean, I think that a going away gift is a really cute idea, especially if she is your best friend. Mm -hmm. Uh, It doesn't have to be anything big. It could be a plant. I mean, like, 
yeah, I feel like you don't need to give her this, like, huge thing, especially if she's traveling somewhere, like, don't give her some big thing that she just, like, towed around with her, um, but, like, if you want to give her a gift, there's nothing wrong with giving her, even if it's just, like, a card, like, just, if you want to give her something, then... I would say just make it meaningful, um, like, whether it's an inside joke between you guys or something that you know that she loves, a cool idea would be to get her new address and ship her gift to her, right? So then it's not one more thing that she has to pack and move, but kind of like a cute housewarming miss you gift. Yeah. Like it could be a cute set of mugs, it could be a set of wine glasses, um, a nice bottle of wine, um, like Maddie said, a plant. Yeah, I love that, that if I were moving in somewhere and someone sent me something that I got to open as a gift while I'm at the new place. Like Maddie, I pressured her for the last seven years to move to the city and she <laughs> finally did. So I got her like a cute little throw blanket that's mustard yellow with little pom-poms around the edges because she loves that color. And then I got her some wine glasses, like super easy. Yeah, and like you, you don't have to spend a bunch, but it does... Like, it, it meant so much that she came and, and gave me a gift for uh, coming here. I think I deserve it after she pressured me for <laughs> seven years, but... <laughs> You're gonna love it! <laughs> yeah, so I would say definitely, um, I think it's a cute idea to give her something if you're in the position that you're able to spend money on that kind of thing, and just make it meaningful, personal, um easy and I definitely like the ship it to her new apartment idea yeah if you like aren't it was feeling... my idea so obviously <laughs> I like it uh if you aren't feeling sending her a gift though like don't just send her something because you think you should and it like be kind of meaningless like she's not gonna hate you if you don't send her a gift um well, so... <laughs> well. she might dislike you a little bit more but <laughs> and also like what if she gets you a gift mm. and then you're like oh Awkward, thank you. Although, I guess if they cut her pay, she probably can't afford to pay. <laughs> Honestly. Although, Alberta is pretty cheap, so. Is it? Yeah. But Quebec is cheaper. I think Alberta is cheaper, depending on where you go. No. It is pretty cheap. Okay. Also, if she went to BC, I'd say absolutely not. She can't afford a single thing. Or Toronto, because we're all broke here. But, you know, Alberta, you're in the middle of nowhere. What do you have to spend it on? <laughs> Sorry, people from Alberta. <laughs> If you live in Quebec, your rent is hella cheap, okay? So you can afford to get her a nice fucking gift. Right? So. Send her some cheese or something French. Cheese. I don't know. <laughs> don't send her Please don't send Your her cheese. cheese. She's lactose intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> she shits herself her first night in her new apartment. Thanks for sending me this. I broke in my toilet, you bitch. <laughs> Your next gift is a plunger. <laughs> Have it shipped her house. Amazon Prime, that plunger. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, not cheese, not cheese. <laughs> Especially if you're shipping it to her. Get her a fucking that. blanket and call it a day, okay? <laughs> Freaking ficus. Just stick with the safe option. Get her a fucking blanket, okay? Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all I have to say. Get her something, yeah. That's, yeah. that's our advice. Yes. Alright, so I think we're on our last question for this episode. Uh, let me just pull it up here. Okay, so I'm a very independent person and I'm happy with my alone time, but have become very depressed with being in quarantine. I'm almost 25 and I feel like I have few friends and also didn't think I'd be single at this point in my life. Help. Um, it's definitely, especially with quarantine, a really hard situation right now. Um, 
but I really don't think there's anything wrong with only having a few friends. Like that's the thing about getting older is you start to kind of like dwindle it down to those few close friends. I have a lot less than I had in high school, but like the friends I have now are stronger friendships than I had in high school. Like I just have that close knit group that make me feel better about life. <laughs> Quality over quantity, ladies. Exactly. I have become, like, the older that I've gotten, I've become way quicker to just cut people off because you just realize that you don't want people in your life that aren't putting in the same amount of effort as you. You know what I mean? Like, there has, it's a two-way street. Like, there has to be equal amount of effort on both sides. Like, I don't want someone in, in my life that I found out has been talking about me behind my back or saying shady shit or just has negative energy around them all the time. Like I very much like to surround myself with positive people that support me and like we support each other. And I know if I ever need anything, they will be there. Exactly. I found, uh, I had a friend that I'm not friends with anymore, but I didn't even think of it beforehand as being like a very negative situation, but I kind of found myself always telling people, you know, like she's better when it's just us or, you know, like she's different with other people. And it's like, that's the kind of negative energy also that you don't need. And so like really having that close knit group, you know, those are the people you trust and you know, and it's just honestly better to have less friends. It's less work. And like, you love them. You love those close group of friends. Yeah, and I mean, as far as uh, becoming very depressed while being in quarantine, I don't think you're alone in that. I mean, it's a very hard situation. I know personally for myself, it's a lot of work home, work home, work home, and nothing else. Um, so what I found helpful is just filling in that time that I am at home um, and just trying to add in things that I enjoy. So like starting this podcast and maybe reading more and doing things other than just going to work, coming home, watching Netflix until I go to bed. Just really find things you enjoy and try and add them in. It could be something as simple as every Wednesday night, I'm going to make myself a really nice meal, right? Just do something for you. Add in some self-care. It's really important. Um, and another thing with, you know, your mental health, I think Tia and I are big advocates for this, but do therapy or talk to someone um, because it can really help. And I personally, my mental health hit a peak or a low, I guess, um, in March when the pandemic started as well. And I started going to therapy and honestly, it's, it's the best thing to do because I hate talking and I hate talking about myself, but sometimes you really do need to talk to someone else about your feelings to realize that you are being like self-critical or you are doing these things and they do help you say, okay, you need to do something for yourself. And it can be little things like, um, my little thing that I do every day to make myself feel better is take my dog to the park. I don't really want to walk, but seeing her happy doing something like makes me happy. So sometimes it's just like little things like that, that you may already do every day, but just enjoying them a little bit more. And obviously like therapy is something that is not exactly accessible. Um, but I will flag that mind beacon is offering free therapy, um, to everyone in Ontario right now throughout the pandemic. So if you don't have the finances or the means to do private therapy, I would definitely uh, encourage you to check that out, um, even just for some extra support, right? And I, again, I would just really lean on your support network and just be honest and say, hey, I'm not feeling great, right? Like I'm, I'm pretty down right now. And I feel like just having that open and honest communication, like even just saying the words out loud can be very helpful. Yeah, and... 
like thinking of that close knit group of friends, like you can talk to them as well. And when I am having a bad day, sometimes I'll message Tia because Tia knows me and she knows, you know, kind of the things to say that make me feel better. That's a good thing about having that close knit group of friends. And she can tell me when I'm like, you know, when I'm being a little irrational and kind of help me figure out what I'm actually thinking because I'm too stuck in the emotion. I'm not scared to tell people when they're being cray. (laughs) (laughs) Happens a lot for me. Um, but yeah, just having that one friend to kind of ground you, right? And I, I'm the same kind of uh, way. If I'm feeling something, I will reach out and say, hey, am I not thinking about this the right way? <laughs> am I being really irrational right now? And don't be afraid to take a day for yourself too. I sometimes, if I'm feeling extra overwhelmed, I will sometimes, you know, call in sick to work and I do you know, I'm lucky that I have really good coworkers and bosses that I can say, I just need a mental health day. But sometimes just use that sick day if you need it because some, you just need sometimes to, to to have a day to yourself and maybe even a day to, to sit and wallow in your self-pity and just kind of like have a cry, watch a movie and just sit with yourself and, you know, feel your feelings because they're valid, you're feeling them. And sometimes you just need to stop pushing them away and just feel it. Yeah, and as far as being single at 25... Um, <laughs> Enjoy it. I think you're fine. I mean, obviously, I understand wanting a relationship, and, you know, it's kind of hard in today's uh, society. It's basically hookup culture, and a lot of people in at least our generation aren't really looking for a serious relationship, so I get the frustration, I do. Um, but... I don't think it's bad that you know your worth and you're not settling because I guarantee you it's probably not hard for you to get into a relationship, but you know what you want and you're not willing to settle and that's not something that I would tell you to give up. So if that means you're single at 25, that's fine. It just means when you do find someone, they're going to be worth it. Yeah, and take advantage of the time to focus on you and maybe help yourself get somewhere. Like if you have always wanted to live somewhere, well, you have, don't have someone, like, you know, keeping you there at that point other than, like, friends. So this is the time to maybe move where you've always wanted to move or, you know, do things that you want to do for yourself while you have the time now. Yeah. Agreed. Really focus on you. Okay, so I think that's all the questions we have for today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week, and thank you for everyone who's submitted questions. Um, please continue to submit your questions or situations to we don't know them podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and I also just want to say thank you so much to all of our close friends, family, people that are really supporting this journey. Um, I was overwhelmed by the amount of support that we got after posting the first episode. Uh, you know who you are, but you guys <laughs> are you. great. We love you, and you're the reason why we are recording an episode, too, because uh, you just really gave us kind of that positive energy and those good vibes and, you know, just made it seem possible. And, I mean, obviously, it's really nerve-wracking to put something out there and not know if people are going to like it or what they're going to think. So thank you guys so, so much for being so supportive. Um, It's greatly appreciated, and we love you. Thank you so much. Tune in next week. Bye, guys.